The U.S. government recently, and quietly too, implemented a change in, it sounds really obscure, but it, it's the cost of a visa for musicians from other countries who want to travel into the United States and earn money there by performing. And they they changed it a lot. I mean, a couple of years ago, back 2020, I think, it went from like 450 bucks to almost 700. And that was just the start. It's gone up and up and up since then, much higher. So let's find out what's going on, what kind of an impact that might have on, you know, Canadian artists who are thinking maybe a summer tour in the States. This might change their plans a bit. We're going to chat with Andrew Cash who is president and CEO of the Canadian Independent Music Association. Andrew, uh, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Hey, thanks for having me. Let's define what we're talking about here. These, these visas, um, there's only a handful, right, that actually deal with musicians going into the States, correct? Uh, yes, there's only a handful of, of visas that, that uh, deal with that. And uh, <clears throat> they've been in place for quite some time and uh you know the the cost of them hasn't been you know extremely prohibitive right. although the process has been very difficult because it oftentimes takes a long time and you're not sure if you're even going to get one which is which as you can imagine makes it very difficult to plan a tour if you're waiting to find out whether you have the visa uh, so that's been a big issue for a long time, and not just for Canadians, by the way, for American uh, labels who are trying to bring their artists in from outside of the United States have also had, you know, they have a difficult time dealing with this too. Okay, so, so just a second, thing. let me, let me, yeah, let me go ahead. like when you're talking about how they're taking a long time, uh, how long are you talking about here? Like six months, two years? What are we looking at? Well, it can take um, several months oh, wow. uh, okay. to find out whether you've got one, and <clears throat> and and what that what happens because of the uncertainty is that a lot of artists end up having to hire lawyers to expedite um, the process, and that costs sure. more. Um, and and in order to be sure that you're going to get it, uh, you often t- you know a lot of a lot of uh, these visas do have to get expedited. Um, so, so that's one thing. And then, and then the, the, um, uh, U S citizenship, citizenship and immigration services just announced, uh, well, they floated this proposal. They haven't actually pulled the trigger on it yet. And this is one of the reasons why many of us are, are making some noise about this. They, uh, they're going to jack the prices up, uh, some 250%. Right. And, and, uh, which is, you know, for a lot of bands, that's just going to make this whole process just a bridge too far. Okay, so let's talk about the cost specifically. Like you say, a two hundred and fifty percent increase, which is which is mind-boggling. So, and it's not just the artist; it's everybody around the artist, right? So, just give us an idea of what kind of costs we're looking at here. Well, you could, depending on the visa, you could be. Um, Incurring, you know, a sixteen hundred dollar visa for the band and another sixteen hundred for the crew. I'm just rounding off sure, here, yeah. uh, and then uh, potentially um, another uh, fourteen hundred for the expedition uh, to get it expedited, or and then the legal fees on top of all of that. Uh, you know, you could be over four grand U.S. By the way, this is all in USD. Um, Per visa, so you know, so right out of the gate, that's eight. That could be about eight thousand dollars U.S. that you have to front to get your band 
into the U.S. to start their tour. Um, yeah. Is this going to, I mean, I can imagine for some Canadian bands, like you say, I mean, if you're if you're a, a younger artist, somebody who's just starting, trying to get a leg up, trying to build an audience, maybe do promoting some uh, recording that you've done or something, um, I mean, this would be prohibitive in some cases, wouldn't it? It, it would absolutely be prohibitive. And, and the other issue, for, uh, you know, for, for Canadian bands is as you know, as you know, uh, the the major cities are are spread out across the country. So you know, an an Edmonton band can only you know bounce to Calgary every you know you know after a while. After a while, they're gonna they're gonna need to go other places, right? Mm-hmm. And and the U.S. is the largest music market we've got, and. Uh, it's it's it makes sense for Canadian bands to access that market. That that it really would be a game changer if it was easier and if it was cheaper. Um, but I think for a lot of bands, uh, this this visa these visa costs on added on top of the uncertainty of even getting them because of the delays. It just makes it uh, just a non-starter. So you know you you tour east west constantly. And you start looking at other places. You start looking at at Europe, which has its own issues. Um, but for some bands, that seems to be an easy. That seems to be a more plausible alternative, which is insane considering how close the United States is. To yeah, it, it really is. Doesn't this hurt the United States though? Too. I mean, isn't there an upside to them having these acts touring through their country for however long? I mean, there's got to be an economic spinoff for them too. Yeah, actually, there is. I mean, our calculation at SEMA, uh, and and it's a rough one, but it's it's the numbers are are solid, and it's over two billion dollars a year in economic activity for uh, the American economy, and that's just from Canada. If you add in the UK and Europe and Australia and Asia and Latin America, all of those. You know that combined global business in live music that wants to come into the United States—that is multi-billions of dollars. That that you know is is difficult <laughs> to essentially give to the United States because of the of the border restrictions and the visa stickiness that that happens for for artists. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, and you know the thing is too is that that music—it's a you know—it's a creative thing. It's a it's a cultural export. It's not like taking jobs in the, you know, I don't know, the lumber industry. Sure, yeah, exactly. Or, or, you know, it's a it's a completely different thing. And uh, it needs to be treated that way. Like, I understand e- economies want to protect their jobs. I mean, we want to do that here in Canada. But the conversation needs to broaden out, and and we need to talk about the fact that this isn't really taking jobs away from anyone. This is actually adding value and adding to the economy of who wherever live music is played. Yeah. Uh, so that's the message that we're trying to to uh, send to our American friends, and uh, you know, American bands come up to Canada and play, and we want them to, but they don't have nearly the issues they can they can you know the cost is very minimal and the and the ease with which they come across is is exactly what it should be and and we would like to have the same uh reciprocal treatment 
bringing our bands into the United States. Yeah, I, it makes perfect sense. Uh, it doesn't make, well, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense what you're saying. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. And thank you so much. Have a great day.